Welcome to Mentality. My name is Zach. My name is Camera, and we are here today with the amazing Alex Parker and Katie Rotolo. They are two wonderful people. Alex is a actor and theater director and producer of classical theater, and Katie Rotolo is an amazing producer and of well two you, you both have two production companies which is set intentions and paperball pictures and you're also an actress i think that you are phenomenally talented in that way so, so busy you. yeah you've got a lot going on <laughs> set intentions is yoga though yes so it's not a production company we don't but have there, it feels produ- like there's like productions I, it around it see i guess yeah, yeah sure definitely productions it. around there, it takes place uh, in part of production it. yeah <laughs> see there, there's there's a connection you yeah. produce people who are it's, good it's, at yoga so yeah sure you produce everybody's good at yoga yeah I don't know. I beg to differ on that one. No, I uh, no, <laughs> wake no, up in the morning no. and I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll go Can back I to stretch? sleep. No. Yeah, even stretching hurts. Well, we are here today drinking Phoenix, which is the official mentality tea. We've had this a few times. Mm-hmm. This is smoldering oolong, uh, Chinese oolong, florals, fruits, and a bit of lemongrass. So that's that's what us three are drinking. <laughs> he no. he's he's taking a sip and uh, he's he's got his coffee. He's not a tea drinker. Out of out of respect, I had to try it. Yeah, <laughs> just like all it. tea is. It's not for well, me. Well, I like it. All so. good. All tea has tea flavor. <laughs> It's like they they flavor it with some kind of flavor, well, tea, and then on the back end, it's, it's tea. <laughs> so leaves? Yeah, the leaves. Yeah. The le- I don't <laughs> care for them. The I went through a I phase like in high school where I really wanted to be a tea drinker, and I was buying all these kinds of teas. And the only <laughs> tea that I could ever manage to get down without like just cringing through the whole cup of it was Celestial Seasonings, like, Berry Burst or whatever. It's just oh, not tea gosh. anymore. It, it was like tea. Kool-Aid. Yeah, That's exactly. not a kind of tea <laughs> I can get down. No, it's not good tea. It's just made it's of not sugar. fake tea. It's like saying you're an alcoholic, but all you drink is Boone's Farm. It's not. <laughs> wow, not there's people out there that just got personally attacked out there. Today is an exciting day. We're going to be talking, our topic is going to be medication versus non-medication. And these two, you just got married. I keep on forgetting that. Congratulations. Thank you. Married. Thanks for wedding bells. Beautiful. I heard them in the distance. wedding bells. We get to kind of learn about what that can be like, not just as like boyfriend, girlfriend, or fiance, but really like in a in a marriage too. So I'm excited to learn about that. Like a real relationship. A real relationship. A paper. I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. A governmental relationship. I think we did send it and get that receipt. Stamped and everything. I gotta double check that they, I wanna, they got it. And I want to apologize. Off, off sidebar. I have the sniffles. So to all of our listeners out there, he's not sick uh, anymore. Uh, he's no. like he's he's. I'm on the yeah. I'm on the back end. Yeah. Don't worry. He's Ooh, not I, contagious. All, so. Yeah. If he sounds a little, <laughs> I, I couldn't. Yeah. Till then. As we're editing out all of a... our ums and uhs, we'll also edit out all of your sniffles. If you must. <laughs> I like to keep it real. <laughs> well, what's the difference between, I mean, you've only been married for a short period of time, but between being boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, and being married, what what is that like? I think it's a lot less than people that haven't, like once you get married, For me, at least, I didn't feel a major shift. Mm -hmm. We'd been living together for a couple of years. We have animals. We have businesses. Three beautiful children that are animals. I mean, we're all we were (laughs) all we were all tied up financially, legally, and with lives beneath us before we told the government what we were up to. Okay, we're not going to just pass on what your (laughs) fur babies are. Oh, we have two cats: a big one named Taco and a little one named Truck. 
Okay. And a little baby he bunny. He purrs like a truck. He purrs so loud. It's Taco truck. Okay. And a little baby bunny named Beans. Beans. Ta- yeah, <laughs> Taco beans. beans. So now recently. you need like cheese. You need tortilla. We want to have, have a. We want to adopt a bulldog and name her Burrito. Uh, burrito. Oh. Wow. Yeah, we also we also want a goat. Which will be frijoles, which is beans same thing, in but, Spanish. But, but rabbits and goats both—they both poop beans, so yeah, it's and they, fine. they don't know each other's frijoles. names. It's fine. Th- that's amazing. That's beautiful. <laughs> it's a whole smorgasbord. We love Mexican food. If you didn't get that, I want, yes. and your so, children celebrate that well. You know, we just name all of our kids after our favorite food. Some people, I have a friend that names his animals after really wonderful and like pivotal women, you know, and which is really cool. And I made a joke. Are we talking about like historic women? Yeah. 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 And it was just funny one day I made a joke and I was like, yeah, unlike you, I just named my animals after my favorite food. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I could really do that because it's pretty much just every animal would be named pizza. There you go. That's so fair. Just be pizza number one, pizza number two. Maybe I could do like my favorite pizza chains. There you sure. go. There's Domino's. Domino's. Or types There's of pizza. pizza. You could name them like margarita <laughs> and like. Yeah, that's true. Meat surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's just color super for sure. If you get a bunny, it could be vegan cheese. <laughs> Gosh. Although our bunny. The- she's crazy. She tries to eat the cat's chicken food. Yeah, she's she's queen of the house. Like she, wow. like, she she's one of top. our one of our cats is quite large. He can reach my belt, and I'm six two. Wow. Yeah, he wow. can open doors, all yeah. of that shit. And uh, can we curse on your boy. show? I'm sorry. I just yeah. naturally yeah. am a pirate. But she came to the house and she immediately was just like, hey, what's up with you? And he was just like, oh, no, nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was, and yeah, he yeah was she'll storm her. their bowls. We have to put their bowls on little like higher levels now so that. So the bunny the, can't run up. And they it, don't chase and her And it's off. funny because she's a vegetarian by nature. You know, she's a yeah. bunny. I think and she likes she's the crunchiness. She's a bunny. She runs up and wants to eat their food. And it's just, it's funny every time. But yeah, she's such a brat. Now she knows. Reminds me of the social network when the chicken was eating chicken yeah I was like, don't do this this is bad this ended wrong. not well for them <laughs> but they're it's so funny now they're all on the same schedule she knows that they eat you know certain times of the day and now she knows what it sounds like when the cabinet opens so now she even though she has a freaking bowl of food in her she's has access to the house all day but she also has like a pen that's kind of the cats can't get into and it's her safe space and she has food and water in there 24 7 and wow. As soon as she hears the cats are ready to eat or we're even in the kitchen, she's just ready to go and she wants fresh food even though it's the exact same food she well, yeah, because has. It's no. You could just fresh. put fresh. you could just put like a tablespoon of fresh on top and she's like, "Yes, yes." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. not even. <laughs> it's just, so different. You, yeah, it just smells fresh yeah. and it's got it's the perfect. bigger chips, you know. Yeah. It's not the it's stuff crispier. that's falling to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, but she just runs and she knows that she just she, wants to be a part of the she, family. She drinks fr- she eats fresh veggies so she knows that the veggies come from the fridge. So oh, if she's, yeah, she hears the fridge, she's going for it. You guys are so spoiled. It's ridiculous. Well, she's lucky to have wonderful spoiling parents (laughs) she's a sweet girl glad we adopted her she's the best she's a she is an amazing emotional support that bunny i swear to you We've been talking about getting her certified and taking her. She to, travels well. She yeah. travels people well. That's great. just kind of bringing her oh. to people that need the love of a bunny. Which but is I think a lot everyone. of people need the love of a bunny. Really, we if you hug her when you're stressed, it just changes your whole day. I'm just imagining it's, what hugging a bunny. Dude, she's is. so soft. Yeah, we should bring amazing. her next time. Yes. Yeah. She, she would totally just chill she's out super in, chill. A, in a hoodie on your shoulder. The we'll whole have show. to have like a game night at my house, and then we'll yeah. just bring your bunny. That over. would be amazing. Okay. 
amazing. Great. Truck um, and beans both travel well, and we like to take them fun places. Yeah, we just did a photo shoot with them, actually. We did. They're there was good. a dog room, too. I kind of want to pause this podcast yeah. and bring the bunny. <laughs> everybody, Sorry, everybody guys, take this 45. This podcast is about bunnies now. We're going to go up to North Hollywood, grab the bunny, be right back. Um, no, but that's great. No, bunnies she, can be emotional support animals as well. She really is. Like, as soon as she comes in the room, it doesn't get old. You just see out of the corner of your eye, the bunny hops by, and you just go... It's like, oh, I'm living in a magical forest. Oh God, I forgot. A oh, look, a bunny. Here. And then you can just scoop her up, and she loves to be held and oh, hugged. That's so sweet. And she purrs. It's just wow. they purr different than cats do. They rub their teeth together, and it makes yeah. this kind of cool, crunchy noise. It kind of I used to have a bunny. There. It's really yeah. neat. It's I used really to have cool. a bunny, but I was really young, so I don't remember anything. Well, it's time <laughs> we'll to come over. Those I think it's time. We'll, yeah, we'll I think it's time for me to re up on my bunny hugging. Yeah, you definitely need to. You're due. That. You're due for that. <laughs> I'm very yes, yeah, thanks on empty. To get into the topic a little bit, when when you guys met each other, emotional support ad- rabbits <laughs> I want to get into as well. Segway. But, but segueing into Remember when segways were gonna be a big deal, you guys? Those two wheel <laughs> car <it>. things. <laughs> I love they that were. we segues into segways. <laughs> Speaking of a segue. Right. Well, what I want to know, I mean, first off, when you guys met each other or when you first started talking about Mental health, because you both are pretty passionate about with the yoga, and I know that you're on medication. Is that mm-hmm. right, Alex? Yes. So when when did that conversation first come up? I think pretty early on in our relationship. It's not something that I'm. What's the word? Ashamed. Of. Ashamed of. Yeah, I'm not ashamed of it. I don't hide it. If anybody asks or if it just comes That's up, great. it just comes up. It's just what it is. It's a part awesome. of my life, as and, it should be. Yeah, and it yeah. doesn't bother me. And if anybody else has a stigma against it, that doesn't bother me either. It just they don't understand, and that's fine. And if I can help them understand, that's cool. If Hell not, yeah. if they can't understand, they're probably not a big part of my life anyway. So Duh. why should I let that bother me and bring me down? Like I'm not going to see them tomorrow. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a great attitude. <laughs> when we started dating pretty early on in the relationship, it's just like, oh, by the way, I take this thing every morning so that I'm cool. So that I keep it together. So I keep my chill. Yeah. Do you like me but chill? I think, because I need I'm these. pretty yeah, chill right chill. now. <laughs> but I think I appreciated that because I, in the past, I had actually dated someone. I won't name names, obviously, but... That Darryl. really, <laughs> damn it, not Daryl. Uh, no, his name is Daryl now. Sorry, we've just rewritten your history. His name is Daryl. Amazing. Uh, thank you. Uh, I hope he's cooler. No, I'm just kidding. He really didn't understand mental health. So my mom mm-hmm. has been diagnosed many different ways: bipolar, manic depressive, schizoaffective, all kinds mm-hmm. of things. And just to pop in really quick, like that was also something that I think was helpful because I've definitely dated people where I'm like, Hey, by the way, I take this thing and they, it's their first experience. And I'm fine with that. I'm, I welcome mm-hmm. it. Cause I would prefer someone that like your first experience with a mental health problem should be a learning one that you can grow from, not be just some kind of disaster that happens to you. Yeah. So it was really helpful. That would be nice yeah, <laughs> so right. for everyone. Exactly. So it was really nice to, when I opened up to Katie early on, I she, was, she was able to reciprocate. She was able to reciprocate with that. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that was a big thing for me early on in just knowing that I was like, oh, cool, that he's able to come right out and talk about this. And when I had had an experience where I dated someone that just didn't get it at all and sort of in a way that didn't also get like alcoholism and how that's a disease. And and I think there was there was this weird thing where no matter how much I tried to explain it or even like it was just kind of not even wanting to understand it. And it was this weird thing. 
And it was somebody I dated for a long time, too. So then when it started to, it didn't really make sense because it was like around the time that my mom had gotten sick again and then my dad had died. And it just like wasn't, it was like, this doesn't make sense for me to date a person that doesn't understand me at all or my family. It's almost like you have to either hide that part of you or feel like it's almost like walking on eggshells. Yeah, Yeah. they should be able to accept and at least want to understand or learn kind of more about it so that they can be able to relate because it's part of your life. Especially that's a big part of you, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and I think it wasn't even something that he wanted to do. So anyway, so for me, that was like a big thing and has always been is that I, in a relationship, I need that. That's someone that's going to be understanding of that and that mental health is as important as anything else, if not more, you know, especially like physical health. And gosh, we talk so much about wellness and fitness. I'm using air quotes right now. But, just but you got to work, you got to work out the brain. Um, and, and sometimes but yeah, you need and your to work soul out the brain. And your, yeah. So I don't know. I just felt like it was really great that you right in the beginning, you just ex- talked about that. And we hadn't really even talked about like my anxiety or anything like that, because that's even, I think, gotten worse. <laughs> Your anxiety? Yeah. <laughs> to be but, perfectly, yeah, it, it has, but yeah, we're working but on it. We work on it every yeah, day. It's one of those things where we all have fluctuating moments. Yeah. Same here. Um, we're going through a lot of stress right now. We're in a very tumultuous time in our life together. As is the world. Yeah, and the whole yeah. world is too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and so, yeah, her anxiety definitely has increased over the last 12 months, and I yeah, I've, I've actually that. kind we of work wondered, on that together, and yeah, I've, yeah. I've wondered that myself if if my anxiety has been getting worse. If that's because it's, I know the news that, affects me. Yeah. Man. yeah, it affects me every day. Absolutely. Yeah, I, and I'm well, wondering if that's you the thing. I'm very about... kind of empathetic. Like kind it, like, of. I, that's kind a, of empathetic. He's just, an empath. With Stevens episode. No, yeah, empa- like, empath. Yeah. Whoa, wow, the way you feel things is crazy. Go ahead. What were you going to say about? Yeah. Uh, oh, just Facebook and it, stuff? just really, it'll ruin your whole day. Yeah. yeah, so oh, yeah. easily Absolutely. it'll just ruin your whole day. You can well, just see so many people going through so much, and whenever you take all that in and let it live inside of you for a minute, it'll it ruin hurts. your whole day. When well, I think it's heavy, it especially really you were for a long time. He's very passionate about lots of things and voicing, you know, those things, especially bunnies on uh, on social bunnies. media. <laughs> And for a while, he was kind of engaging from a learning perspective, not trying to be combative, you know, reaching across the aisle, if you will, and having these conversations that were just with really mean and evil people that didn't want to learn or... Still wouldn't put that on them. Not mean nor evil. Okay, sorry. Well, anyway... People were being very mean. Spoken like a true empath. <laughs> People were being very mean to you and not wanting to understand where you were coming from. And so for you, it was a very toxic relationship because he was wanting to learn, but also then it was just like he was just like constantly getting beat down and not really mm-hmm. learning anything from it. I don't think. I don't I know. know. Every, once, every once in a while you would take something away. Sure. But it really didn't. But after the after weight like of it, I guess, sorry. Four months. Is, I think four months is how long I lasted before I was like, no, Katie's right. This is really taking a toll on me. That doesn't mm-hmm. and need first to thing happen he would this go on way. Facebook like first thing in the morning. And Twitter, I, Twitter, Twitter. Or sorry, whatever. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a, that's yeah. No, it was, I, I went that's on Twitter one day and I, I followed 350 people or something. So I doubled my followers. Oh, and nice. then I let that, that and then okay. I let Courageous. that affect my feed and started having, I would just ask questions mostly, just ask yeah. questions. But that was how he was kind of starting his day and, and ending his day yeah. and going to bed with the phone, you know, and it was like, that can't be 
good for your brain, you know? And well, when you like, sink into like five different conversations, all of a sudden they're constantly going off. So you, you became hard to take it off because it's like, no, I'm talking to people right now. Yeah. Having these conversations, but yeah. Yeah. yeah and you'd be, you be like so into so it. Fast. Wow. Yeah. And it's interesting because actually on, on our show the other day, we were talking about business, about how Facebook, how people are deleting their accounts lately, but a lot of it actually isn't anything to do with the privacy stuff. It's to do with happiness. Absolutely. And oh, yeah. like comparison, not only, but also just like you're saying, all the shit you're seeing in your feed. Social that makes media is just sad, like you anything know? else that you can get addicted to. And I think mm-hmm. everybody's aware of that. Yeah, they specifically well, it's the designed news, it for It's that. like inundated with, I remember growing up, my dad didn't let us watch the news because it could be traumatic. That is on your, you know, it's just so That's much why my all Facebook the time. is 90% funny memes and there you go i don't look at feed like that's something i try not to do on any of the social medias that i have it's like just whatever you do don't look at the feed if you can avoid it look up the feeds you want to see and just don't scroll through because then you're gonna gonna hit something you don't want to see or something that's gonna ruin your day yeah i've been trying to like you said it's hard i keep trying not to and then i'll just be like i'm so Oh, it's awful. What's (laughs) going on is awful. (laughs) As if you didn't know anything. No, I think it's important to stay in tune with what's going on in the world, obviously. But I think there is something to like what you said, like I've been trying to clean up my feed and make it so that it's some it's stuff that makes me happy. And it's people that I want to follow. And it's more of a positive reinforcement than a negative. It's funny, which is I say that, but it's like, still a very hard thing obviously it sounds so superficial but for about a year i was posting a whole bunch of memes you know as as i did and people were liking them and all of this stuff and then i was like you know what i think my facebook is just memes like i think i'm just gonna get rid of my facebook that's all i'm doing is just scrolling through and i can do that on tumblr or instagram like there's really no reason sure there's a meme absolutely (laughs) and so i was like i i don't need to do this and then so i just stopped posting on my facebook two or three days later people started messaging me being like hey where are the memes (laughs) you were the bright spot in my dark day but like seriously though people were like hey i kind of only logged on to Facebook so I could look at you and some other people's memes. I used that to get happy because I would oh, post things wow. that were, you know, not political, things that were happy. You know, I, I used to, to post really divide, like self. <laughs> yeah. I used to post a lot of like self-deprecating things, but then I was like, you know what, I'm going to just post happy things, uh, you know, things that at I least told, make me laugh. I told her just the other day that I've noticed recently that whenever I post something that's like, oh, this is something good that happened in my life lately. And it's just like a selfie or a headshot or something. And then I just write a little, this was a good thing that happened today and I'm happy about it, that gets way more interactions than if I'm like, hey, look at these flowers that I saw today and I say something funny about them. Or, hey, look, even the cats, I'm like, take a picture of the cats, it'll rack up pretty good, more than just a picture of me. But if it's a positive post, it gets more interaction. People want to be inspired. Like you're saying, want to relate to They want to be happy as well. A lot of people commented like, wow, inspiring, wow, inspiring. So much of it is dragging you down into hell. That's what we're trying to do with Set Intentions, is inspire people, but also keep it kind of real that you know it's not always positivity only it's no. kind it's, of you have to experience the negativity and kind of figure out a way to be with it and then kind of release it out yeah because if I, you just ignore it it's just gonna build i up. think the nice thing about inspirational the one thing that i used to do a couple of years ago that i've been meaning to restart is i called it reason to smile and basically i would post every day something that happened good in my life and i think one thing that's nice about inspirational things is they're kind of twofold not only is it happy at the end but the reason why it's inspirational is because it was bad at the beginning 
and then you made it to a good place. I think that's kind of something that we all need right now is yeah. it's not just bad. It can also be good later. Yeah. You know, I think that's the, the best part about inspirational things, especially now when I think a lot of people's anxiety is really high. And I kind of wanted to go back to that. You said that you woke up every day, uh, you wake up every day and you take something to, to chill out. I imagine that that is on the anxiety side is that what that I'm is? actually uh, it's actually on the antidepressant and got it and that side of life kind of a thing when mm. did you start taking medication when I was 25 oh when when did you find out that you had well, when I was 24 a couple of very close friends of mine very lovingly insisted that I start going to therapy mm-hmm. very and lovingly I started going <laughs> to made. therapy uh, <laughs> at a place on Wilshire where you could, where it was based on your income. It was like a learning facility and it was based on your income. So I could see a therapist for like 30 bucks a month or something. And oh, I could see nice. her twice a month or, or if I needed, at one point I was seeing her twice a week. She, she made me see her twice a week because she was a wonderful, she was wonderful. And uh, she still is wonderful. I see her every once in a while, but not as That's much great. as I used to. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I just got a new psychologist that I'm trying to be see more often because I do take medication and recently had a, a scare with the medication. I want to be closer with my psychologist. Mm-hmm. But my therapist is the one that really dug me out of the grave. We really fought. I fought the idea of medication for a long time. I wanted mm-hmm. to be able to overcome whatever I was dealing with. Naturally. Especially when it comes to your mind. I feel Absolutely. like we're, you know, we're so raised, especially in this society, that it's like, I can just fix it. Like, yeah. I can just choose happiness. I can just happiness. choose happiness. Yeah, just, we're, right. we've been told that so many times just, throughout our lives. You can just not a good choose to be better because right. it's your brain. Like, yeah. you can just, it's but like, it that's doesn't. not how that works. That's not how it doesn't works. Work that way. Not no. quite. And even medication isn't like an immediate, it's not a no. perfect fix. Mm-hmm. I work every day to make it okay, to Absolutely. keep the chill. It just helps me out. But yeah, we worked We worked for a long time, probably almost a year, if not a, exactly a year before I was okay. Because I knew they had a, an in-house psychiatrist that could write prescriptions for people too. And so I started seeing him and I did not like him. He did this thing where he would be talking and he would just absentmindedly just continually slap his knee just every few minutes. Oh, and gosh. if you're Was in, it like a tick or something? Or? Like some kind of weird tick that he had. Yeah, he just was constantly playing on his knees and then huh. it would just out of nowhere just a slap. And okay. if you're in an anxiety, panic kind of a that place not and help. you're just tense and you just yeah. keep hearing this kind of snap sound in your general direction, I, I did not like I did not like that. <laughs> sitting with him. Did you tell him? I, I after like after our third meeting, I was like, "That's really jarring." And but it was just it was he it, it was, was like a, a tick. He was, just he didn't just realize didn't, he was yeah. just doing it. But I didn't huh. see him for very long at all. Anyway, yeah. once I got on a script, uh, I worked with my therapist, and she ended up graduating, so I, I couldn't see her there anymore. Anyways, we kind of mm-hmm. had to work out new deals and all that kind of stuff. That's a thing. Mental health in this country and the costs yeah, and the it's struggles. Ridiculous. Like I'm low on pills right now, and I'm not able to see my psychiatrist until the middle of next month and I have to go to this weird place. Tell them the whole thing. It's so yeah. crazy how long you've been like waiting and doing this. I was recently sent to a, an ER psych ward. Was you to, went yourself. You weren't. You sent well, yourself. No, you you <laughs> and other you, people. But you, went, I was, <laughs> but you went willingly. I didn't want to. I went willingly. You didn't want to go. I did not want to go. But I didn't willingly. put up that big of a fight. <laughs> because if the, the bigger a fight you put up, the more expensive that friggin' bill is. <laughs> I was like, because they were going to send me. Like, my <laughs> wife and my sister were going to send me to this place. <laughs> and I knew that if I fought them, they were just going to call someone that was bigger than they were. And those people were more expensive than they were. So that's what Also, luckily, she came over and I knew that she's the one that helped you last time and that she yeah. would really get through to you that we're going there tonight. What was that? We're but, going. 
reading whether oh, you want to awful. or not. But my psychiatrist in Pasadena is incredibly expensive and I don't care for her either. And every psychiatrist I met in the ER was wonderful, but they couldn't take on any new patients yeah. or anything like that. And they not. also couldn't they write me take your insurance. They couldn't write me or... a script even. They were able to give me medication hmm. there, but they wouldn't write me like a, they weren't like, oh, this is very obviously you need these pills and that's what you need. So let's go ahead and we'll keep you for these 72 hours, get you back on track, send you home with a couple months supply and we'll we'll make sure that you do your end of the deal and we'll do our end of the deal and get you into a, a regular doctor again. Well, yeah. that was months ago now that I got out of Yeah, there. he's been working with a social worker for the last, what, four Three months? Three or four months I've been calling a social worker and he's always like, I've been leaving messages. Have you been leaving messages? I'll be like, I've been leaving messages. Like people are just full. People yeah. are full and there aren't. Well, any and other. you know, with insurance, wow. it's like we don't have fancy insurance. So it's like, I'm sure if we had more money, there would be more, doctors. there would be more doctors, well, course, you know, yeah. but it's just, That's you know, sad. it's healthcare here is the worst and mental mm-hmm. health care is even worse because people don't understand mental health care well and they don't general, they don't care fully. though I mean, yeah, like we even, could get into that even just, the government yeah. and uh. even just for my medication because i take medication for high blood pressure which is not mental health but it's just it's something it's you medication need. it's something i need mm-hmm. and there was definitely a point in time it's where, the same thing as far as i'm concerned yeah. yeah i remember there was two months where i didn't have any medication and i felt so bad for like two months cool i might die I, it's fine oh no it's cool and you know you hear stories of people with like diabetes and they can't afford to pay for insulin and things like that and they'll die yeah because of of it's crazy well and the way that you've had to go about getting the medication even at this point so he's and he's only taking the same medication it's not even like he's trying to get new medication or anything it's just what he's been on for years they doubled me because one thing that i was doing was like i said i was talking to my therapist a lot more than i was talking to my psychiatrist Mm. and i my psychiatrist was literally i'd go in there and be like yeah i'm fine give me my friggin' paper that gets me through the next six months. Thank yeah. you. But I never really opened up to her about what was going on. So she never really was able. And I don't I don't really feel like she was trying to either. It felt like a very transactional, transactional relationship. Like I came to you, here's three hundred dollars, give me a piece of paper so that I can go through. Well, the you're next only six there months. for like fifteen exactly. minutes. Exactly. So I was I never felt well, like I was thorough. able to open up. <laughs> and if I was and if I had, she would have noticed that, oh, you've been on seventy five milligrams of this for years. And your body is leveling out to that. Yeah. You probably need to be adjusted in some way. And then I've had a very stressful year. To say the least. The (laughs) 75 milligrams wasn't cutting it anymore. And they assessed while I was in the ER. They were like, oh, yeah, we're just going to double you and keep oh you at, you have been way too low for way too long. They immediately crazy. attributed, it like, they were like, oh, no medication. it levels out. Because like, you get, your body gets used to it's it. It's just like yeah. alcohol or anything else, really. If, if you, you drink, if you drink three beers a night and you get a little tipsy after the end of a year, three beers ain't going to do shit for you. Oh man, you're just reminding me of my, my days in college. Yeah. <laughs> that's, just, that's, right. that's how people become alcoholics. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they, but it was like, wow, that tells you it was so off. You know, they doubled it. Jeez, wow. like you've been that off for how long? Well, they told you know? me that this and kind of medication is should be increased incrementally if it is noticed that it's having <laughs> less of an effect. Yeah. I wasn't noticing because I'm not a medical professional and it's my first time dealing with all of this. I just learn new things every time something happens to me too. So. Well, and same, like I feel like now in hindsight, there's definitely a few things that 
I'm like, oh. Oh, his medication was off. That's why oh, that day was sooner weird. Right. We should sense, go yeah. to the hospital. You know, and not that it went on for very long. I feel like we did act pretty fast. We did act pretty fast. But there uh, was, you started what noticing was it the like? Signs. But, um, but it when, was like, it was weird because we didn't, they were like, how long? They asked me, how long has this been going on? And I was like, huh, now that I think of it, gosh, I don't even know. He's been, a while. He's been doing this mm. and being like this for a while. You know, it's and, hard because yeah. it's also not like it's, you know, it's a mental. So it's not like it's always fluctuating from day to day yeah, based off like of how measurable. stressed the day is. You know, it's not like you can completely measure exactly right. whether today was a good a day or a bad day. Right. You know, it's like, right, no, level. am I depressed because I'm depressed or am I depressed because I got into a car accident today? You right. Know, like it's, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Because the world is just sad. <laughs> you mentioned that they, they doubled it. Did it was you take like, that gradually or did you just the next day have it doubled? It was immediate. Oh, wow. wow. How, how, what well, was first that? day, I call it brain glue. <laughs> it's a different kind of medication that I have that just completely it'll just put you to sleep for like 16 hours and it makes you groggy for 24 it's the worst sounds like when i take like a full xanax for me yeah it's kind of like that but i take that and then my med if i'm if i'm off medication they're like all right take this so that you don't harm yourself and then take this so that by the time you wake back up and you're out of it you're all good again mm -hmm. and so that's what they did to me again there but they doubled it immediately they were just like oh. take this so that nothing bad happens and then how did back it feel going double? it was exactly like the first day that i took my original dosage mm -hmm. uh, i woke up and i was kind of groggy groggy but i was like oh Oh, yeah. It was like putting on a pair of pants that I hadn't worn in a while and remembered that That's I familiar. really wow. love this Feeling pair of pants. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was like. Dang. Interesting. So it just, it felt like the the first time. Just It was, yeah. yeah, exactly. Did you yourself, so you said you didn't really notice like that point when your body necessarily got when, used to it? When you are off some part of you might know you're off but the part of you that's out here with everyone else doesn't care yeah yeah it doesn't care so you're just it's just who you think you are and that's how it is and oh this is just how today is the next thing you know it's like oh i've had a whole month of this day and she's the one that sees it every day so she's the one that after i imagine like four or five months of weirdness was probably stacking up when she finally was like okay Something's wrong. I think, well, that, yeah. yeah. Well, and it was like real weird. Yeah. You got it got scary, and I was like, oh. Well, okay. I'm I'm a I'm a suicidal depressive, and I think the last straw was was me saying I'm going to kill myself, and yeah. then <laughs> going to attempt to drown myself in the pool, kind of stuff. Yeah. So I, I feel like fun. that's yeah, I can no. imagine not. It was uh, warm though. The pool was nice. <laughs> was it a jacuzzi? It was, was it really a pool? bizarre though, because your rehearsal was going on. Oh, it was weird because I, I produced classical theater, and our Gosh. rehearsal room is at our apartment complex you right can't next, write this kind right of next to the pool so literally my director half my cast is in a room right outside where their producer is threatening drowning himself in the pool which is half made of a sliding <laughs> glass that sounds door very by Hollywood, the so, yeah. it's a room that faces the pool basically yeah. so like anyone could have really even looked out and seen us if they really wanted to i but can't yeah, think of anything was, more almost hollywood it was terrible just like and i was just throwing myself hollywood. on the ground screaming silently it was mm. like a horror movie it was really great yeah. and that's when i called lisa and was like hey uh so for uh, we you need to go the do this right so, now so for you to kind of tangent more onto to your side sounds pretty integral into this and taking into the ER and stuff like that and, and the medication. But from what I understand, you don't take medication. I don't. And what do yes. you, what do you have, Katie? Well, I don't know. I call it high anxiety. High anxiety <laughs> is what, yeah. Every, uh, everything is stressful. 
and we try to read a lot. And, and <laughs> why I became, reading is what, good. Why I became a yoga teacher, basically. Exactly why yeah. she became a yoga teacher. I do have teacher. one question. So what is, what is the balance in the relationship with someone who's a depressive versus high anxiety? Well, you do have anxiety. I mean, yeah. Which is but, something that he's actually hoping with this new mm-hmm. doctor to talk about is that your anxiety, you you are a bit more up here than you are down here sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of new-ish for him. Anyway, that's kind of just interesting. So it's kind of it's, similarity. It's but- different. Sometimes we're in just completely different spaces. I'm, mm-hmm. I could be very, just in a very mellow mood while she's very bouncy and excited about something that's going to happen later and she's just super stoked about it and it's just like kind of balancing like mm-hmm. no I'm very happy about it too I just have a hard time expressing that as you are expressing that mm-hmm. without feeling fake I'm an actor I could very easily just like hell yeah, like, yeah, but that's not <laughs> it's an honest not relationship I did that's acting an- for a while and I know exactly I was thinking about that yesterday maybe earlier today I can't remember it's been a long day but I'm just thinking of I could and I do sometimes put out that face of just like yeah. I am happy today. every day every well, day I don't the, want to we, talk to everybody about this. We all this. have the fake happy that we yeah. put on to like make obliging to everyone else. Of like, yeah, like yeah. I'm like, in your own home. You, it's not that you shouldn't have to or want to. It just you should, it just shouldn't happen. You shouldn't mm-hmm. lie to your partner about mm-hmm. how you're feeling. And it's mm-hmm. like I expressed to her like I am exactly 100% where you are on the excitement scale. I just don't feel it outwardly the way you do in that way. And we just acknowledge that in each other. Yeah, and we, I think that's a big thing is communicating, yeah, because especially when I'm having an anxiety attack, I'm so much for him, I know, because he's such an empath. So for me to be like freaking out about something that usually doesn't really matter that much (laughs) is it really can ruin his day. And it's so, not about, it's also but, not about like not, my day no, versus her day. Or, no, 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 it's not a contest or anything, but it's like, it's sometimes it's, I don't know where I was going with that, but it's just interesting how we can kind of affect each other, I guess, where what we do try to communicate about, oh, that's where I was going, duh. Sorry, that. Uh, we're back. So I'll <laughs> say, you know, like I'll acknowledge and be, you know, my my logical brain knows that this is crazy and I shouldn't be like I'm putting way too much weight on this but like it's the only thing I was supposed to get done tonight and it was the most important thing of the week and that was and, my favorite pen you know now that it's not done it's never gonna get done and it's never gonna be done right and, and it's, it's never all my fault be, and, and it's all me you know, and yep. so, yep. so yeah. I'm there right I'm with you like I will be kind of panicking about something and I'll and I know that I shouldn't be and yep. that's the funny thing about your brain. You know, so I'll say, I am sorry. Or I'll, like, sometimes I'll, yeah, just be like, I'm sorry that I'm being this way. I don't want to be being this way, you know. But I just kind of talk about and it's always what, okay. what I'm going through. I'm like, okay, so this is, you know, I'm feeling like this. And we just, he just is really great about, he'll just talk to me and talk with me and help me breathe. And it's funny because it's like he helps me sort of practice when I preach because I oh, teach it's yoga breathing. and really Breathe breathing out. is mindfulness, you know, is is the idea is paying attention to the present moment without judgment. And so it's just like coming back to the present and real breath and breathing. And so I know now that and dog again, and- <laughs> again, my logical brain knows that it's, a, it's something I'm working on constantly, you know, and it's why, you know, I sort of we do still work in entertainment and I love 
producing and I love that world, but also it was so high stress. And with producing, it's financially stressful. It's legally (laughs) stressful on you, you know, and it's especially when it's not your money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that, but also just legally, you know, there's, there's so many things that are lives that are, yeah, that you're the, you're at the top of all that. And it's very stressful and it would literally keep me up at night and Mm -hmm. it would, I I just wouldn't sleep. And especially the days that we had shoots, especially the first day before a shoot, it was like the day before school, except the worst, you know, it was like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't sleep, but because like everything was on fire, not because I was so excited. And I also have a lot of injuries and things that I deal with. So I was, I was like, okay, I need to find a way that if I am going to keep doing this job, that it's sustainable, that I'm not going to burn myself burn out because I was burning out and I was not happy and I was in a lot of pain and I was just like really, really stressed all the time. And you manifest that in your body, you know, you yeah. especially your us, body starts to carry your mental stress in our hips and just. And your whole body is just connected, you know, your hip bone is connected to your spine. That's a real thing. So I just needed to find a way to kind of find, be sane and for lack of a better word, and feel good and healthy emotionally and physically and then help other people do that. And especially in an environment like a film set where, you know, you work sometimes like 15, 22 hours. I worked on a set once, you know, and it's like, that should be illegal. That Um, is, isn't that illegal? I, I guess not. They just pay you a lot of money they and pay you, you a stay. Lot of money. Oh or you'll just gosh. do a turnover job. Yeah. I haven't worked over a 14 hour day. Well, good. And so. you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You should. No. No um, should. And everyone, I think, needs yoga, and yoga can mean a lot of things, but just bringing it yeah. to people that, and on a set where it's like, well, a lot of people, one, either don't know anything about it or mm-hmm. how it can help them or the opposite where they're the, you know, the actors that are like yeah. yogis and like want to do yoga on set. So anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. I just wanting to find balance. And but yeah, I don't know who knows. I'm not opposed to medication. I don't. Did you ever, like, have you ever tried medication or no, I've never, I've never been on, I've only had a therapist, so I've never mm-hmm. had a doctor that could prescribe me medicine really even, but I find it very helpful to speak to a therapist. I think everyone mm-hmm. should have a therapist. I Agree. <laughs> no matter what you're going through in your life, whether you have the best life you think, I think, think. everyone, yeah, everyone I needs mean, to I, go through their mind and detangle yeah. what they're weak and such. Some I, people, it's, it's like working out. It's like okay, got to work out the brain a little bit. Some people need to work out harder than others, or need to really of think about their brain. Working out. One thing that happened. One of the things that we approached when I was fighting taking medication with my therapist and just like, let's work on this uh, from a natural approach was like exercise, Mm -hmm. running, weightlifting. And something that we determined was going on with me was whenever I would go for a run, instead of the endorphin rush, it would trigger my flight or fight. And that's why I would, I would get in my own head. I would constantly be going over all these different things. I would have panic attacks in the middle of runs and stuff like that. Whenever we were trying these things. So that was just one thing that if anyone's listening out there and they're like, exercise doesn't help me. It's like, you're not alone. It doesn't always always help. No. And I'm not like, that's not what I'm, I'm not trying to be that woo woo. Oh no, 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 no. I wasn't trying to say that. I wasn't trying to say that. How dare you be that woo woo? I know, you know, that's not true. And I think some people can, you know, it's really helpful but I think there's certain things, you know, like a chemical imbalance can require medication. And yoga, yeah. and yoga does that help me more than running does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I mean, running isn't for everyone. Right. It's a much more calming. Yeah. 
I, I think I you know everyone has their their own unique way of of those things, and also you know it all affects us differently because, like you said, you know we can carry our stress in our hips and things like that, and you know maybe a blend of all of these things are good for people. Maybe it's running, maybe it's swimming, maybe it's yoga, maybe it's medication, maybe it's all of the above, or talking to a therapist. I think yeah. for some people that's kind of all you need sometimes is yeah. just someone to listen to you. Yeah, you know. yeah, and I think having an outside perspective is or really memes important. that could be another memes. Thing. Yeah, memes. <laughs> Totally memes. No, memes and having a great support system in general of hopefully people and friends oh, you can yeah. talk to. But I think having an outside perspective and having someone that's really non-judgmental and just really doesn't know, you know, objective, I guess is the right word, is really great to talk to and kind of go in and, you know, because even with our friends and our, our relationships, sometimes I think that we don't, we still feel like we're maybe sharing too much or we don't want to like maybe burden. My mom and I are really, really close, but I also, she's 3000 miles away and I know how much she worries about me and I know about my mom's mental health. And I, there's certain things where it's, and there's with you that I talk to you about a lot of things, but I don't know, it's just different where you can go and talk to someone. I'm always really hesitant to talk to my mom about those things because yeah, she lives in Northern California, which is like eight, nine hours away from me. And she's going to be like, what what are you okay? Are you like, what can I do? Do you need me to like fly down there? It's like, no, 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 I'm good. I just, I'm stressed, but I'm good. Yeah. You don't have to fly down here. You also don't have to be stressed yourself. Please don't. Okay. Now I feel bad. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the same with my mom. I mean, like, I, feel worse. I love, my mom is very helpful sometimes talking to her. I, I mean, I call her all the time and it's, it's great to talk to her, but love you, mom. There is a difference between talking to my mom and talking to my therapist. I I definitely see like having a licensed person who can actually talk me through things and work out my mind is really beneficial and something that my mom can't always give me. Right. So it's good. Or my best friends are either like, yeah, my friends aren't always going to be able to solve my problems or help me really work through my brain the way that therapists can. Honestly, nor really should they, at least. No, they should not. Yeah. It's like, you don't want to put that on Oh, I never want to. That's why there is someone like that that you should have. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really grateful for my mom. My mom is the best. But yeah, there's, it's just different. Like you said. That's why the first time I was sent to a therapist by my friends, it was because they were, they love me dearly to this day. They're the best people that I know. But they were like, listen. This is affecting your entire group that you're with. Like you're you're affecting people that you don't even realize it. And like we're taking a big chunk of it and we can't now. We can't anymore. And that's not anything that they should be ashamed of. They shouldn't have to. Yeah. And, and that's, that's right. why yeah. they're Well, are. and even with your last show, the last time when you when you went to the hospital, you know, you I think it was really important that we you kind of took a step back and you were honest with everyone at the theater you know in his company and not that you've ever not been honest with them but that you just were like hey this is what's going on and luckily they're all wonderful and they were able to step up that's like i said at the beginning i don't hide it from anybody so everyone in my company from board members down to just actors we've only worked with once or twice they're aware that they have a producer who takes medication and this last show that i produced i was not around as much as i usually am and i think that some people noticed and some people maybe didn't because they were new but everyone knew that alex was taking a step back to take care of his mental health yeah and it was just I, I definitely, a, it was a great fact of life and yeah, they yeah it's were good that they know all and all were supportive, supportive. yeah they were all great about mm-hmm. it yeah and your boss too oh my was, boss was oh, man, fantastic so nice. i work at a bar because i'm an actor and uh <laughs> it's the best <laughs> why why uh, why are you an actor and then no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> but yeah my boss was fantastic he was very what's the word supportive yeah, yeah. it seems he, like you've he reached out i do i have a great support system i should be very that's a reason to smile yeah yeah he was he was checking on you and calling me to make sure i was okay my 
dad so recently nice. passed away and he was very Our condolences. Oh, thank you. He was very um supportive of taking time to to go and that's why well, we got that's why we got that your married. dad was sick. Right. And so I think mm-hmm. even when I told him what was going on, he kinda he said, Oh, I kinda figured yeah. like with it's everything. Like as much going time on as you need and, to take off. If you um, need to take off to go to Arizona once a month, that's fine. And yeah, he's like, so nice. And we did and we we got married. So, oh. <laughs> right before his dad passed away. Well, that, so that's was, so nice. We were all talking about our moms. My mom does not know. She's probably one of the only people that I hide it from is my mm-hmm. mother. Mm. Um, what do you think that is? That it's entirely 100% me in my own way about it. But my dad struggled with cancer for most of my life. He's an, he was an incredibly strong person. Uh, he beat cancer four times before it finally took him. Wow. And it's incredibly difficult for me to look my mother in the eyes and tell her that her son wants to take his own life when her husband fought so hard to keep his. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard for wow. me to, to deal with. Yeah. So I try not to deal with that. I had my depression cause I, I struggle with really bad depression. I hid that from my mom for a really long time and I never actually told her she just through the grapevine ended up hearing because of social media and all that good stuff ended up posting a couple of years ago saying that particular place that I worked at dug me out of a depression that was very close to taking my life. And I posted that and then my uncle saw it and he sent that to my aunt and my aunt sent that to oh my mom. Gosh, and so mom. then my mom calls so me. It's the new yeah, email. Exactly. My mom calls me, you know, two days later and is like, excuse me, what what is this whole thing? And now I've been a lot more open with her as far as that stuff goes. And she's calling me a lot more now, you know, yeah. and just asking me if I'm okay. Like even today I called her up and I was like, hey, I can't really talk. I'm doing mentality stuff. She's like, oh no, I'm just, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Just <laughs> oh, doing, just going to go talk about my feelings now. So it's, it's okay. <laughs> Awesome. Um, I, I, I totally understand that. I, you know, yeah, also my condolences. Well, I think you always didn't want to worry her either. She mm-hmm. had someone yeah. to well, she take always care has of. So much stuff you know, to worry about, her. and she has enough yeah. stuff to worry about with me anyway. Her her only son is in a giant city, and I'm from here. She gave birth to me here in this city, but I always I came I came back. I've been living here for a decade. And yeah. Hometown she, of, uh, of I know LA, a rare huh? breed, right? Wow, uh, you are a very rare breed. But yeah, <laughs> like great. in my early twenties, when she was like, she knew that I was living in a no bedroom apartment with three other people, and that's <laughs> not like awesome. But you know, I didn't that's want to worry happened. her with more. It's, it's and, funny that you mentioned your dynamic of high anxiety and and depression because I, I didn't think about this now, but that's very similar to me and camera. <laughs> You know, of, we're, we're of, a good friend bunch that works. Though. Yeah, uh, of just I remember just a couple of weeks ago, me dealing with really, really, really bad depression. And I felt bad because I felt like I was also, you know, our anxiety and depression were kind of at the same, <laughs> yeah. same level there, just on completely opposite ends. I think those are kind of an interesting balance from being two empaths as well, yeah. you know, and have you ever t- tried yoga? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, you, yeah. you run, you work together at you, the yeah. Set Intentions. Can you explain Set Intentions? intentions a little bit more? So Set Intentions is a mobile, a sustainable mobile yoga community. So basically we bring all the supplies that are eco-friendly to participate in a yoga practice. And then I lead in a yoga practice. And so we go to, started out with the idea of going to film sets because that's kind of where our wheelhouse is obviously. And there's, you know, sometimes there's food trucks and there's other cool, fun things that pop up on set. Yeah. Ice cream (laughs) trucks, nothing against those, but we just wanted to offer something that you know, sometimes you just want to lay down or not like if you even get a lunch break, you're sitting with down with your coworkers and you have to chat and 
turn, you know, you just sometimes you just want to turn it off and go inside and do something for yourself. Uh, so we just wanted to offer that. So yeah, we go to sets, we go to corporate offices, we go to your house. Anyway, we have <laughs> lots of events coming up. Okay. Um, All over the place. Oh, we have, we did one that was uh, cats on mats. We uh, got four little kittens adopted. There was like, a, it was an 18 person class and there yeah. were 18 kittens there. It was awesome. There was, I think there were 18, there were, there were 18, there were 18 little tiny kittens oh. and like actual little actual baby kittens. Baby kittens. I thought there like might be some cats too. Yeah, they were all up for adoption, and that was the idea that you came and you did yoga. You just and, described uh, heaven. You know that, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. People <laughs> this love girl, that. you have created on, the heaven for people. Cats on mats. Actually, I can't take the credit. This no, that's girl a, that's a person started it, but she does these pop ups where you have yoga. She invited me to teach, so we did yoga, and all the cats were up for adoption. And so there uh-huh. were all these wonderful foster moms that came out and brought these little babies. And yeah, there were four people that ended up, I think, being interested yeah. in animals, and then obviously like photos and you know just raising interest and awareness about adopting and so it was really fun so yeah we we have if you want to check us out online we're at set dash like a hyphen set dash intentions.com and then all of our events are just forward slash events yeah so and we think we, of the dash as a breath yeah yes. take a breath um, set we just we keep it real we want to just inspire people to be more mindful of their own body and their mental health needs mm-hmm. and also our big thing is keeping sustainability in mind so really uh, that's why everything we bring is eco-friendly and we only work with brands that are you know giving back in some way and also you know keeping the environment in mind and things like that so yeah this is what our film company is as well what's your film company about paperball pictures Mm -hmm. is our film company and Mm -hmm. that's at Mm paperballpictures.com and just sliding in the dm there paperballpictures.com and we uh we focus on keeping sets green while telling impactful stories yes Uh, film is where so much waste happens you know plastic water bottles (laughs) just everywhere just we tear down well part of set intentions the idea too is there's always food and beverages on Mm -hmm. sets you're going to get a lunch break on your set so when they bring in like a food truck at the 10th or 11th hour of the day and it's just like another opportunity to eat more food and have more waste so we were like what if they called a yoga truck in for the yeah. 10th hour of the day just to reinvigorate everybody for that last two hour stretch and we can instead we, of wanting them to take a nap because they just had a double double with cheese yeah, yeah. And we but, can't bring juice if they want it right we can we can bring <laughs> we got, juice we got, if we, want. Partner. we got partners that do glass uh, juice but bottles. uh but no it's that intentions the idea was just really to tell stories that no, we pick up uh, paper ball or, sorry oh my god words are hard paper ball <laughs> pictures it was they just to tell stories that we really care about and often are about underserved communities we believe and while limiting our waste and not having 10,000 water bottles and printing mm-hmm. 7,000 call sheets and a number of other things that contribute to waste on sets. Oh, that that yeah. warms my heart. Yeah, I we am keep our crafty. avid reuse and recycler. <laughs> yeah, we keep our crafty pretty pretty low waste or no yeah, waste if we can to. do oh. anything at she all said like that. Reuse, which I love. Oh, I love that. People always forget that reuse is <laughs> the first reuse part. Reuse is the first. Well, no, it's reduce. Didn't Sorry. We, have this talk we had this talk with well, Seth. No, reduce is the first reduce, part. Reduce, so reduce. Reduce. Use less. Reduce. But yeah. then if you can reuse. But I a feel lot like of that recycle don't... got put in, put in place of everything else. Yeah. Like, well, just and recycle, just recycle, now, just recycle. It's just mounting. You know, What's hilarious China's is not that taking we're, our recycling We're recycling anymore. this conversation. <laughs> no, it's I don't just, think we had really this conversation fun. on mics, though. Oh, on mics? No. Oh, really? I just know we've got to get it on the yeah. Yeah. mic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's reduce, reuse, recycle. Recycle is the last one. Reduce is the number one thing to do. The other problem is is if everyone else is on board with recycling, that's great. But if the big corporations aren't using that recycling, if they're just manufacturing fresh plastics all the time, then what are we 
doing recycling. It's stupid. It's it lasts work. for hundreds and hundreds of years in a landfill, it's, and then it goes into our <sighs> ocean. Or we put stuff that doesn't <laughs> last for hundreds of years inside a bag that lasts takes. To make the plastic. All our trash is just a Are we capsule. trying to depress our audience right no. now? Is that the know. intention? But did you know, actually, it's, it takes, if you look at a plastic water bottle, if you were to fill it with oil, fill it with oil about 25%, that's how much oil it took to make that water bottle. Oh. And so the PET, mm. you see that it's, it's petroleum. It's That's what plastic is made out of. So it's not only are you dinosaurs thinking about maybe what that's it's doing to your body, dinosaurs. but it's also, it's such a waste of resources and, and it's just so no. bad for the environment and it's just bummer. crazy yeah. anyway not to end it on a bummer no we're trying no. to change that's that. what paperball yes. pictures well, no, is you're, all you're about changing. making sure that when we're making art yeah. we're not making trash with it there shouldn't there shouldn't yeah. be like this we made this art and it costs the this earth. much trash to make it it yeah. shouldn't be that way it doesn't, doesn't have to cost have to the be. earth no doesn't have to that's be. great no i think that there's a lot of great things that you guys are doing i mean with paperball pictures with set intentions and with the work you're doing and i think it's really cool how you guys navigate a, a really effective and positive relationship with depression anxiety and high anxiety not and medication <laughs> well no it, it's not but Earlier you it's today. a work in progress <laughs> but you have a dynamic no, and I'm i and i think that you've you've seemed to even going from going to the er for alex you still you still have survived that you have conquered that and you still seem very strong together so i, I really well, admire I mean, that yeah, i think i think we both understand and recognize how important we are to each other like yeah. We've both been in relationships before where the support wasn't as much as it is there, but we support each other 100% of the way, no matter what anybody's going through that particular day. Mm -hmm. Hashtag rhyme. <laughs> we always have each other's backs. Aww. Somebody gave, us that as, gave that to us as marriage advice, to always have each other's backs. That's really good. That's sweet. Yeah. I got your front note. too. Yeah. <laughs> I have the whole thing. I yeah. got the whole thing. It's no, and I think that works well for us too as like business partners and with yeah. this podcast, like even with, with mm -hmm. you having your depression when I have a high anxiety, yeah. I think we level each other out with that. Yeah, so. absolutely. And yeah. you it's, understand yeah. each other. Like, That's the key part. And you don't always understand, like, I don't know what he's going through, <laughs> but I understand that he's going through something and I'm there to listen if he wants mm -hmm. to talk about it. Yeah, Cameron was there picking up a lot of the slack for like, the last two weeks, you know, so um, I got I'm very you back. thankful for that. I got you I'm back, bro. I'm here. I'm glad you're doing a bit better. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. You're doing great. No, and you were there for me when I was dealing with some high anxiety, so I'm, I'm very appreciative of that, my friend. So thank you. I wanted to, uh, since we're we're close to time, I wanted to kind of go over again what those two things are, and then if anybody can find those on social media or find you guys on social media or, or sure. what have you. So. Yeah, so Set Intentions is set-intentions.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, on Instagram, it's at Set Intentions. And on Facebook, it's, it's just Facebook.com slash Set Intentions. And then Twitter, and Twitter is, is at... Ugh, Twitter is so annoying, yeah. you guys. Twitter, I we agree. tried to get the handle it's at Set Intentions because no one uses it. It's a dead account from like 2012. we can't. So we're at no one even tweeted from that underscore account. Intentions on Twitter if you want to tweet us. Um, and then Paperball Pictures is on Instagram at Paperball Pictures and PaperballPictures.com. Yeah. My um, theater company, yeah. my classical yes, theater please. company, we're the Porters of Hell. Skate. They're fantastic. Ooh. If you guys like theater, I like theater. You're on the road. I like coming. I know just I'm biased, but <laughs> we're on the road to becoming the first company in Los Angeles to complete Shakespeare's canon. Ooh. We just recently produced our 27th of his 38. No big deal. Um, Brush your shoulders on. That's no really no impressive. <laughs> it did take 12 years. We're thinking by around year 17 or 18, we might almost be there. Well, All right. Where can they find that? Uh, but that's portersofhellsgate.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. 
you search supporters Tumblr. of I know. Wow. Wow. You just we pulled that straight out of 2012. We got a guy that just blogs all the time. That's He's wonderful. a blogger. We let him do it. <laughs> the blogs pop up on the tweets. That's do cool. either of you use social media yourselves or mm, just mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter as Alex Danger Parker. No, you're I am a hawk on Instagram. Well, if you if you look up my name, you'll wow. Oh, she really does yeah. have your back. <laughs> I am like, a hawk. I will, is a know, I will quote. show off your social media. Um, and I am at, is, I am a hawk. Yeah. Mine's just at Katie Rotolo on Twitter, on Instagram, and I think on Facebook. I don't know. If that's right. a thing. Yeah. Sure. We still use Facebook here, I guess. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, no, I was like, is it at though? No, well, Facebook is always just slash. It's whatever. Facebook.com slash you know, whatever you want to do. Katie I think Rotolo. mine's ADP.ESQ. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Well, thank you <laughs> so much for coming on and talking about these things. Like, yeah, we really appreciate it. And thank your openness you and such. This has been a really great discuss- discuss- yeah. discussion that I think is. There we go. Words are hard. Words are hard. If you ever want to have an episode where you dive deep, into like the ER situation. Yes. I would be happy to come back and talk oh. about that. Yeah, yeah. that I was actually, an oh, interesting part two experience. Is I actually know someone else that recently had to deal with a 5150 mm-hmm. and I don't know how open he is about it or not, mm-hmm. but I could talk to him about it and see cool. if he wanted to join us. Yeah. Okay, but it's something well, that could happen. Well, listen in. Keep listening in for this episode. <laughs> we got some good feature ones coming up too. Well, thank you so much for thank coming you on so and for talking us. about sedentitions and viral pictures. My my name is Camera Rowan. You can find me on Instagram at Camouflage. That is C-A-M-A-R-A-F-L-A-G-E. And Zach? Oh, yes. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all of that good stuff at E-P-S-E-C-H, EPSEC. And one last time I wanted to tea. talk about our tea. It's tea spectral. Today we're drinking Phoenix, except for you. You're drinking coffee. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Blasphemy. <Our> tea. <laughs> He's just smiling Rude. like as he sips his tea one with his pinky out. To each their own. He's drinking um, out of a teacup, to be fair. He is drinking he, out of a teacup, so... He's being respectful to our ways. Yeah. <laughs> but we're drinking Phoenix, which is the official mentality tea. You can find this and many, many others at tspectral.com. Offer code MENTAL, and you can get 10% yeah. off. And Mental. yeah, thank you so much. And this was a blast. Yeah. I loved hearing about your things. Thank you to Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul. Yeah, shout and thank you to, it, it's comedy pop-up, right? Comedy pop-up. Ah, oh, this has been our, our first like official studio to work with. So we're, we're so thankful. Paul is dope. Yeah, yeah, Paul is Paul is great. Paul is dope. And Paul is the real MVP. Too. Yes, tonight. Paul. Wait, wait, Paul, what's your comedy? What, how do we uh, follow your you comedy? follow me, the Paul Antonio. The Paul, Paul, the Antonio. Paul Antonio. It's the only Paul Antonio okay, in yeah. the world. The only one that matters. Yeah, uh, he's got some good shows coming up. All right. Yeah, and then Mentality Talk at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Email us, Mentality Talk, Gmail. Yes. <laughs> we wanted this to be a discussion, not just us talking uh, into mics and you listening yeah. to our voices. I want to hear your voices too. So, yeah. all right. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.